Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Whiskey Sessions podcast. This is episode one, two, four. This is Amat's. What's up with B Pimp? What's up with B Pimp? What's up, B Pimp? <laughs> B Pimp says, What's up? And also, number 24, Desmond Mason. Oh, sweet. You know what? I was just thinking about Desmond Mason. I was watching some dunk highlights. Really smooth, good dunker. I forgot. He was great, and he was a Oklahoma State Sooner, which I don't feel like back when he came into the league, there was a lot of them making the jump to the NBA at that time. So, No, and his post-NBA playing career, is he's been like a legitimate artist. Oh, like a, like dra- painting or? I think painting. Oh, wow. That's pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah, no, uh, he's good. Of course, baseball, if we're talking 24, it's our, our Ken Griffey Jr. episode. Or Joe Creedy, legendary third baseman of the Chicago White Sox. Right, or Joe Creedy. Uh, but yeah, a lot of good 24s out there. We are not hurting for 24s. Nope. 24 is one of those ones where multiple people come to mind, but none more than Desmond Mason. Definitely. He's the Ken Griffey Jr. of basketball. I will say, I am pumped for this episode. It was your idea to do the top five for this. And, and folks at home, you're going to want to stick around because we were talking about our top five discontinued food and drink products. We all know there are some from our childhood or even from our recent hood where we are devastated that they no longer exist. And I, I came up with a bunch quickly, but yeah, I'm excited to do this list. I'm yeah. I, once I thought of it, I was just the, the opportunity or the different little things, the nostalgia started playing havoc in my mind. And I knew that it would be a fun one to record. Definitely. Uh, before we get to that though, and before we get to, what is going to be the final round of Let's Get Personal. We have to get to the whiskey that you have for this episode. B-Pimp, what are you drinking? So I've got another um, less than half full bottle of whiskey. Mm. I'm telling you, those Illinois state taxes are really getting to you. It used to be money, but now they're taking two-thirds of a bottle of whiskey right off the top. Yep. This is There is a story behind this one, at least. I've had this one a couple times. This was a shared bottle that's been here for a while and i knew i wanted to review it and i just have not gotten to it so i haven't actually drank this in a long time but it's blackened which is metallica the band they made a whiskey and it's (laughs) this one yeah oh boy and it's called blackened i'm curious and it's it's got i like the the branding on the bottle is kind of minimalist and it just says blackened a bold collaboration of the finest hand-selected whiskeys all on oh, an unrivaled composition of craft and creativity born in cask forged by sound and they mm. bottle it in mineville new york new york um, yeah and this is batch 106 and it is a blend of straight whiskeys finished in black brandy casks all right i'm curious it just seems like you have it on the rocks there yeah i got my trusty glass on the rocks it's a 90 proof uh, whiskey and it's very amber. Um, the color is a very light amber. I do remember having this before and liking it, but I don't remember specifics about the taste. So in that sense, it's kind of a, not like a fully reaction, but it is, I'm going to pay attention to like the specifics for the first time, really. Knowing that it's Metallica and knowing that it's called blackened, I would actually expect the color to be darker than your normal whiskey. You, yeah, you would think they dropped the ball with that. Yeah, apparently not. It is very light. It is very light. And I do have it on quite a few ice cubes. 
I like a nice cold taste. Are you detecting any notes from the smell? The smell is just as sweet as like pretty much like a standard bourbon, I would say. And the, t- the color, as we said, is pretty light. I, t- I did take a sneak in a first sip there. Very, very smooth upon the first sip. I'm going to take another one to get some like, see if I can get some examples of what it tastes like. Is it, is tasting it now bringing back any memories of tasting it before or does it feel like just kind of a new whiskey? Yeah, it is because I remember I was a little skeptical because um, Ryan Novak, shout out Ryan, one of our uh, most loyal listeners who's going to be on this podcast at some point where we can get it scheduled. It will happen. It just has been delayed for a long time, but he was excited about this too because he's a fellow Metallica fan. And I was worried that it was going to be terrible. (laughs) I was going to hate it. (laughs) I wouldn't expect it to be terrible. (laughs) I know. Just because like you wouldn't think that, I don't know, it's just... Yeah, I wouldn't expect it to be really that great, but it, it's it is actually very good. Wow! Um, and it is a little bit. It, I mean, it is a little bit, little bit like a middle of the road, just like a solid bourbon. But it has. I mean, it. The smell is on point. The taste is very smooth and inoffensive. It's not like a rye where there's like a bold spice to it or a there's no gimmick in the flavor. It's just kind of like a mix. I think the black brandy casks um, finishing it there does give it a little extra tilt towards like a sweeter taste. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a third sip here before I give my final verdict. Giving it a a good thought. Yeah. It finishes. um, It's not as warm. I usually do like a, a bourbon or whiskey to have a little bit more of a warming finish, but this, this one is not quite, like that but i mean the flavor is just so pleasing for a good bourbon to especially if you want to drink it either straight or on the rocks you don't you need like a certain type of flavor profile at least for me to, mm-hmm. to fully enjoy that and i think this is a great sipping whiskey so i have to put it on the smooth drink all right blackened by metallica going yeah. on the smooth train they do not also they do not advertise anywhere on this bottle that metallica is involved Oh, how did that's you another that you just kind of looked well, it up. Yeah, it's, it was like, yeah, you could find news stories about the fact that they created this, but they don't list any of their names or any of the any of it on there. It's just like if you know that that's one of their song titles, you probably put it together. But Oh, OK. I did not know it was one of their song titles, although I appreciate that they don't go out of their way to like advertise it on the bottle that it's specifically theirs. Yeah, they had like they could have had like Lars Ulrich behind the label, like playing drums or something like stupid like that. But they exactly didn't. okay. Well, I'm glad they didn't. But I'm glad we have another one for the smooth train. As we mentioned, we are are rounding the corner on the tenth and final round of the game of Let's Get Personal. It's pretty close to neck and neck. Uh, but before I, I kind of talk about the scores, do you, you want to tell our listeners just about? What the hell Let's Get Personal even is? Let's Get Personal is a Whiskey Sessions original creation. Um, it is a game where we take turns quizzing each other by, by stating a, a name of a person who has a Wikipedia article. And we have to, the person playing has to guess yes or no whether or not that person has a personal life section of that Wikipedia article. Has to be specific, labeled personal life for it to count as a yes. 
Exactly. No, no early life in there. No life and career, no family life. No, none of that. It's gotta be personal life. Personal life. That's right. So, uh, the way that we've been playing this is every episode that we've done this, we've each read each other five names. Uh, and so we have, we've done that nine times already and eat pimp. You have guessed correctly. 27 out of 45, pretty solid 60%, but I am at 29 out of 45. So I'm, I'm up by two. And what will happen for this episode is I'll read you five names and that'll tee us up for the next episode. You'll read me five names and that'll, that'll be the end of it. So I, I just, so you're aware, and I'm sure you can do the math. I'm not worried about that. If you don't get at least two out of five, the, the game is practically over. Right. So two out of five, and you got to hope I get zero out of five next time to tie. But if you get five out of five, wow, are you putting the pressure on me to get some right for the next episode? So in, in celebration of this being the last round, my theme for you is kind of a countdown of sorts. Uh, so uh, let's, without further ado, let's get into it. This is Let's Get Personal. Let's get personal. Personal. Perfect. All right, B Pimp, are you ready? Are you in the right headspace for this game? Yes, I'm. I'm ready. I'm shocked that it's we're so near to the end of this long saga of let's get personal, but I think I am ready. Um, All right, here we to, go to face the final five. Okay, your first name: Five Thirty Eight Founder Nate Silver. Ah, I see what you're doing here. Very clever. I'm gonna say. Nate Silver, I think he's more, probably more popular than I realize because I don't really follow his work, but he seems like the kind of person who just wouldn't have one. So I'm going to say no. Ooh, okay. Not a great start. He does have a <laughs> section. Oh, well. <laughs> it's pretty lengthy, too. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Your next one The Four Seasons frontman singer, Frankie Valley. Oh, Frankie Valley. Okay. Um, Frankie Valley, I'll just say yes, he does. Good, good thinking. Didn't overthink it. Frankie Valley does have a personal life sections. Okay, your next one. The Three Musketeers author, Alexandra Dumas. Alexandra Dumas. Alexandra Dumas is fun to say, and no, no personal life. I'm sorry, he does have a personal life section. Oh, it's a he? Uh, pretty sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I forget when he was born exactly, but I know it was written in 1844. So still has a personal life section despite being long dead. Wow. Okay. Uh, the next one is the two Escobars director, one of the two directors, Jeff Zimbalist. Jeff Zimbalist does not. Have Correct. A All right. So you're, you're, You've got the uh, two for four going. The final one, I don't think any more has to be said. It's the one, Jet Li. Oh, Jet Li and the one, a great movie. Fantastic movie. I love it. Um, I don't know much about Jet Li's personal life, but I don't even care if I get it wrong. I hope Jeff Jet Li has a personal life section, so I'm going to say yes. Yes, he does. Nice save there. You get to three out of five. That puts you at a final score of 60%, 30 out of 50. Nice round right. numbers there. 
I don't think I did what I needed to do to put any pressure on you, but I'm glad I didn't get an offer. I'll say that much. I'll say though, you put a little bit of pressure on because I have this now, this feeling in the back of my head, like saying that I could totally F this up. And how, how epic would it be if I went all for for the next episode and lost? I don't think I've ever been in, been ahead in this game. I think you've won pretty much since we started. <laughs> I, it's, I can't remember the early rounds, but it, it feels like I've been two ahead for a bunch of rounds in a row. I think we've tied a bunch of rounds in a row and I've just stayed two ahead. Yeah. What happens if you get one and we end up in a tie? Is it just a tie or do we have a tiebreaker? I think we, we have to have like a sudden death type round. I don't know. Yeah, we, we'll, have, we'll talk about that if we get to it. But Okay. Uh, all right. So folks at home, stay tuned for the next episode because that, that'll be the, the last, last uh, round of Let's Get Personal. All right. We've got to get to our top five list. Uh, again, I am super excited about this because we are talking about our top five discontinued food and drink products. Bfim, what what kind of sparked this idea or was there like a particular product where you're like, yes, I want to talk about this? It was, yeah, I'm not going to mention it by name because it features highly on my list, but it, it there was something recently that I, I don't know why I just had like a craving for it. And then I didn't know if it was still around and I looked it up. And that set that like set it in my mind. And then when we were trying to think of some topics for upcoming episodes, I was like, this would be a good, this, I knew it would be, there would be a lot of different stuff that we could talk about with this one. Yeah, definitely. I, one of mine I, was definitely something from my childhood. And I remember when it started coming out and then it was only discontinued like three years ago, which kind of broke my heart because like, well, oh, wow. I, I missed so many opportunities to have this more uh, as an adult, but now it's too late. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into it. This is our top five discontinued food and drink products. More than four, less than six. It's the top five. Okay. My number five is, uh, I don't know how long this is around for. I didn't check the years on it, but I'd always get it at this athletic club that we belong to after I played basketball or something like that. It's Gator gum. Gator gum? gum. What? Oh, have you never had this? I've never even heard of it. You're never going to have it because it's been discontinued, but it was pretty awesome. It had a really strong flavor that went away almost immediately after it punched you. But yeah, Gatorade gum. Gator gum. Did it have, was it just the flavor or was it purporting to give you some kind of electrolyte replenishment in, I, in the gum? You know, I'm not sure I totally remember because uh, I think I was enjoying it as like an eight or nine year old. Uh, okay, fair enough. But yeah, it had a certain taste to it. I really, yeah, I liked it, but it is long gone. I bet I can make this by like soaking some gum in Gatorade. Gatorade. Yeah, I think he could do it. All right. What's your number five? My number five discontinued food or drink product is a food product and is actually the thing I was just referring to that sparked this for me. It's Keebler's Weedables. Do you remember these crackers, Weedables? I remember the name. I, I don't think I remember exactly what they look like or what they tasted like, but I do remember the name. There were, there were a few different flavors. Most of them were like a variation on 
just like toasted honey or something like that. It was like very basic, but they were kind of like wavy crackers that were like a couple inches long and it was just like a wave. Um, and they were just super delicious. I'm I'm like a cracker fan in general anyway, not uncle cracker, but the food stuff of Uh crackers. You know, I was following you. I didn't even think (laughs) of uncle cracker. (laughs) Um, but yeah, they're just really good. And I looked it up and then saw that they were discontinued, got sad about it. And now I can only remember them as a childhood treat that I enjoyed. Heartbreaking. I mean, everyone on this list is heartbreaking, but that's a that's a great number five. I love a good cracker. Yes. And it's inexplicable to me when things like that get discontinued when they're good. I know. Who's, who's messing things up at Keebler? I don't know. Lots of people. Uh, my number four is I like these. I think I had them in high school and maybe a little bit in college. Uh, I really like the tins that they came in, but Altoid Sours. Do you remember these? I do. And I liked them as well. Yeah. I, uh, they're gone. I didn't know that for a fact, but I looked it up. They don't make them anymore. I really liked, they kind of had a, I think it was an orange one and a mango one that I liked. Uh, but yeah, they are gone. Oh, they destroyed if I ate too many, which I usually did, like they would kill your tongue. Yeah. But that would be uh, mouth damage to the extreme. Yeah. But worth <laughs> maybe it. That's, maybe there was a couple of lawsuits regarding that, <laughs> uh, as to why they got rid of them, but they were good. All right. What is your number four? My number four is a cereal varietal that I'm very sad no longer exists because it was super good and it was French Toast Crunch. Ooh. I, we had a similar wavelength on one. I didn't pick that one, but I do remember French Toast Crunch. Yes, I was a fan of it. I did, I did have, I don't tend to go for like the super sweet cereals too much anymore, but I used to be a big fan of them. And that was one that I liked a lot and they got rid of it. I kind of, I, I'll be honest. I'm not entirely sure I've had it now that I think about it. Yeah. I, I, I did get a box once, but was it true to what it was supposed to taste like or yeah. how different from cinnamon toast crunch? Was it? It was different. It was, it, it, I mean, it really was noticeably different. It was just good. I mean, it just mimics like kind of more of that French toast, mm-hmm. you know, like a little bit more crusty and like, you know, the sweetness, the different type of sweetness you get with French toast. I like yeah. it. Bummer. All right. My number three is Fruitopia. Oh, baby. Fruitopia. That's a honorable mention for me. I used to love that stuff. Yeah. Fruitopia is good. I mean, it's funny. It really didn't exist for all that long. Um, but it was I was a Coca-Cola remember. product, right? Yeah, I believe. Uh, and I think they actually ended up selling the naming rights to something. Well, no, maybe not. Maybe it was just like another Coca-Cola and so many things. I'm not even sure, but I do remember, I really enjoyed Fruitopia. They did something to the flavor of it to make it taste a little bit carbonated at some point. And at that point I was out and then it stopped existing within the next like two years. Yeah. So it was like, I'm glad it, in its last form, it doesn't exist anymore, but there was a period of time where I thought it was really good and they did yeah. something to it. I remember liking a few flavors. Like there was, I think there was like some kind of Kiwi one that was really good. Yeah, Kiwi I, strawberry or something like that. They had them at my school. I think I got them like every day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Specialty drinks. 
That's a good specialty drink. You never want to lose it. It's heartbreaking when you lose it. I know. Uh, what's your number three? Speaking of things you don't want to lose, um, like Bart Simpson, he would say this. You better not lay a finger on my Butterfinger. And I think they did a special thing for Butterfinger BBs, mm. which are gone and were delicious. Just little rounded pellets of Butterfinger. So good. That actually sounds like it would be better than an actual Butterfinger. Yeah, it's easier to eat it. Am I crazy? They did BBs with more than just Butterfinger, right? They did well, they a ended couple up- of different candies. Yeah, they ended up having a line of um, they would take like all of their candy bars and I forget what they, they were. I don't know if they called all of them BBs, but they they came in pouches and it would be like, you know, like Milky Way or Snickers or whatever, but it would just be like little bite sized. Yeah. Versions of it are like Hershey's cookies and cream and they had like everything. Yeah, I wonder why they got rid of that. That seems like. Eh. People wanted to make a flaky mess with all the stuff inside of the actual candy bar and not just eat like a little convenient one. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm realizing like maybe we should start a company where we kind of like bring back imitations of all of these like favorite items. But it's like just a random assortment. Like one is like trying to redo Fruitopia and the other one is Butterfinger BBs. Yeah. Those are just like the two things. It's just called like Nostalgia Food Company or something. Exactly. Uh, All right. My number two is the cereal. Uh, A little bit in the line of French toast is another breakfast food that's cerealized. Waffle crisp. Yeah. Now, this is the one I was talking about that actually was only discontinued like three or four years ago. Oh, really? So you could have had it? I could have had it this whole time and I didn't. But there was a period of time, like right when it, I think it was right when it came out, because I'm pretty sure I remember when it came out. I was maybe seven or eight or nine. And I got it a lot and it was great. Yeah. And that I, was think pretty they, good. I think they did mess with the formula a little bit. For some reason, something makes me think that like the individual waffle pieces got smaller at some point. But um, yeah, waffle crisp was a good cereal. It was. It was delicious. I liked it. Um, I think you could probably find some like three or four year old boxes on eBay if you really wanted to get one that's unopened and try your luck. I I don't need, that's why it's just my number two and not my number one. Okay. I don't need it that bad. That's fair. Uh, All right. What's your number two? My number two is something that I love and I'm so sad. I just found out that it's fully discontinued. I thought I just wasn't seeing it. Oh, it was Chex Mix's peanut lovers version, which had just a bunch of peanuts in it. And it was great. I mean, I can make that, but something about the way that they made it was just great. So is it just a bag of peanuts? Is that what it is? <laughs> no, it's Chex okay. Mix with just peanut. It's like a peanut heavy mix. And they added some other, I mean, the whole thing just ended up tasting like peanuts because once you put peanuts in that bag, it's going all over everything, but yeah. it was so good. Huh? I don't even remember that. Yeah, they had it. I mean, I used to get it at Meyer most of the time, but I also saw it at Target. And I thought like some stores just stopped carrying it, but I looked it up and they actually stopped making it like three years ago. Just yeah. like Waffle Crisp. You know what I thought they, this it doesn't qualify as a food or a drink thing that I, I thought was just getting slowly discontinued. Only I, I've suddenly seen it a little bit more recently, but uh, dish wands where they had the sponge at like the end of the kind of like 
he would fill the whole plastic wand with detergent. Oh yeah. Or dish soap. And then it has the sponge at the end. It yeah. seemed like I was suddenly like seeing those less and less because I would use them and then I couldn't find refills anymore. And now in the last couple of months, I've seen them again. Huh? You think that was like a supply issue, like a supply chain? They like just stopped being able to make them for some I, reason. I have no idea. Cause I, I couldn't even find for a while. I couldn't even find like brand name ones. I was getting these like off brand ones that were being shipped from Amazon that would fall apart like immediately. Like the sponge was not connected to the wand well enough. And after um, like, using it twice, it would just like fall off. Yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah. But I've seen them again. So I wonder what the deal is. Well, I'm glad that they're back. Me too. And that's what I'm hoping for all of these items that they come back <laughs> because of this episode, because of the, I, okay. <laughs> like the, okay. So the number one, I've actually spoiled it for you because I texted it to you and I, I realized this was even after I did that, I'm like, this is the first thing I thought of. The first thing I miss, it did not exist for very long at all. Maybe like three years in the middle of the nineties. And they were amazing. And I would like, I would get them as a kid, eat the whole bag. Next time I went to the store, get another bag. They were planters PB crisps. They were these cookies. I guess they were kind of graham ish. Not, not like, not like strong graham, but just like a cookie that they formed into the shape of a peanut and then filled that with peanut butter. Yeah. They were so good. The chocolate ones, nah, but the peanut butter ones were so good. I can't fathom for the life of me why they got rid of them. I kind of, now that you just described, when you texted it to me, I did not, I purposely didn't look it up, but I hadn't heard, it didn't ring a bell. But now that you're describing it, I think I might've had them and they were really, really good. If I'm remembering the right thing, were they kind of like lightly crunchy, like in a weird way? Yeah. Like you would crunch into it and then you would get the peanut butter filling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't heavy snack at all. Right. They were incredible. I just, I miss them dearly. Yeah. That's I sad. That they, that. Why would they get rid of any, anything with peanut butter? And I feel like you could just have forever and nobody exactly. would get sick of it. No, I totally agree with that. All right. But as I recover from remembering my number one, what's your number one? Yeah, I'm pretty sad about mine, too, because I used to eat these all the time. They were a staple of my grade school lunch, I feel like. Uh, Dunkaroos. Ooh, good old Dunkaroos. I guess I wasn't even thinking about they don't make this anymore, but yeah, I haven't seen them. No, they don't. I mean, they weren't healthy. When I looked up why they were discontinued, <laughs> they were like, yeah, I think like the the awareness of childhood health kind of <laughs> made Dunkaroos a thing of the past, but and probably koala yummies in a similar way, but. Um, yeah, Dunkaroos Mag were great. Maggie loves koala yummies. Yeah. They're uh, so good. It's like the little fudge that they've got like tucked into the one end of them. It's really satisfying. It's like a drumstick when you get to the bottom. Yeah. That's a, uh, yeah, it's a bummer that they got rid of those. I don't, I, I was never a big Dunkaroos kid, but I can totally understand that's that, that could be a favorite. My favorite one was not the standard one either. It was like, they had a cinnamon variety with like a white icing, almost like a birthday cake. Oh, what was, the, what was the like default Dunkaroos flavor? It was like a graham type of Dunkaroo cracker with chocolate dipping okay. sauce. That sounds solid. Mm -hmm. They were both good. They may have had more than that, but I loved them. 
what uh what honorable mentions did you have i had fruitopia as we discussed i also like squeeze it which ah, were like those I squeeze it's on my honorable mentions too but yeah i used to love those and then um munchums which is like similar to weedables another um like really kind of wild flavored cracker that keebler discontinued and then lifesavers holes hmm. do you remember those the little middle parts that they said were missing from the rest <laughs> of the lifesavers in a big bag I uh, I kind of remember that, but I actually I think I think I remember the Munchums. Why is Keebler getting rid of all their good crackers? I don't know. I think maybe like Nabisco ate their lunch with all the wheat thins varieties or something and Triscuits. I don't know, but it's sad. Yes, that's really maybe sad. they just focused on cookies. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, Squeeze It's a good one. Squeeze It's like one of those drinks. I don't think I was like ever allowed to buy no i only had them at friends houses exactly if i saw it i ran to it directly it was like give me more (laughs) i want all this sugar water and it it was very different the way that you would like twist the top off of one of those yeah than any other item it actually reminds me this is like a stupid example but i we get a fair amount of ants in california and uh we got a few in the house and so i just started putting them on the uh, these ant traps on the perimeter of the house and the way you twist off the top of these ant traps and then set them in really reminds me of a squeeze it. Yeah. Except it, it's way harder, but <laughs> it's just like right. just a little twist and go. And then I stick them in the ground. And a little bit less uh, satisfying to drink. But. Probably. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that 3d Doritos, what happened to those? <gasps> oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about those. Yeah. And then another one, this was honestly like a staple of my childhood and I was pretty surprised it was discontinued, but you remember kudos bars? Yes. Yeah. I couldn't tell if they, all of them were discontinued or if it was certain flavors. So I didn't put it on, but you're saying they definitely all are. I believe I double. Well, okay. I initially saw that a couple flavors were gone and then I double checked and everything written about them was written in the past tense and I couldn't find them. Okay. So I'm pretty sure they're all gone. I'm going to, also add those to my honorable mentions then at this point okay fun fact of an item that i would have thought would have been discontinued but actually still exists big league chew oh yeah big league chew is going strong i had some not that long ago it's funny because that whole product is like let's make a pack of gum designed to look like chewing tobacco (laughs) yeah yeah they try to get away from it a little bit yeah with like the the characters are crazy on each flavor i think they just tried to rebrand it as like oh look how insane this gum is it's shredded yeah <laughs> but it's definitely just chewing to it it's like candy cigarettes uh those are not gone either too i was gonna write like candy cigarettes have been discount but I, I found several brands of candy cigarettes that's yeah we just we can't we have yeah puzzling priorities in this country we really get focused on certain things and other times it's just like yeah whatever yeah uh all right folks at home if you have discontinued food or drink items that we forgot about that you want to mention go ahead and hit us up on our twitter that's at whiskey sessions or you can email us whiskey sessions music at gmail.com and we will read your email on a future episode but we got to get to your emails for this episode. So without further ado, these are your emails. You sent us emails to read. Emails! And now we'll read them. B-Pent, what do we got in the old email inbox? 
Dear Whiskey Sessions, I have trouble figuring out band names. This week, I was listening to Talking Heads. What else would talk? Doug in Detroit. That's not a bad point. Doug seems like he has a little issue with... Um, he takes things a little literally, it seems like. It does. What else would talk besides a head? Yeah, I guess I get his point. I mean, like, why are they called that? Everybody's... The only thing that really talk. What else talks? I guess like a parrot, but that's still a head. That's still the head. Um, a talk boy? Is that a product? What is that? That's the thing that uh, from Home Alone where you could like record. Oh. And it okay. talks back to you. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. I mean, when I think of talking heads, I, of course, I think of like, well, great music. Psycho killer. Say, yeah, say, say. Just, um, like I think of talking head, like news pundits. Yeah. ESPN people. I like that. So there's an I answer, th- Doug. Yeah. I always think of it as like kind of a, a negative connotation. I had never put that together. So Doug, Doug's question helped me learn something. Yeah. Uh, even if it was, I mean, we don't have an answer for him. No, that never. We'll never have an answer. But, uh, but yeah, keep pondering the good fight. Doug. Um, all right. I have an email that says, Hey dudes, I've been meaning to write in for a while, but I knew I had to, I had to say something after your grocery store aisle episode. Neither one of you even brought up the liquor aisle, not even an honorable mention. Is this the whiskey (laughs) sessions or the cereal sessions? Best Dominic in Pocatello, Idaho. Well, Dominic, there's not much to do in Idaho, so I think you thought up an excellent point, and I don't know quite how to answer it. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We didn't mention that. Although a couple of the stores that I have don't, or that I go to, don't have hard alcohol, so maybe that's why I put it out of my mind. They just have like beer and wine. I think. I think really, I separate it because I usually go to a different store to get beer or liquor. I usually go to the stores I know that have like a liquor store. I don't usually get it at the grocery store. Although I did make a big deal to most people I know about this Meyer I found that had a party store in the front of it. So clearly, <laughs> clearly I at least pay attention to that. And I should have probably thought of the party store Meyer when I was putting together my aisles, but yeah, I might've mentioned it on a previous episode, but there is the one grocery store I normally go to is called Sprouts. They don't have hard alcohol. Another grocery store I go to sometimes is called Berkeley Bowl. They had they have one type of each hard alcohol, which makes zero sense to me. But oh yeah, that's where you got uh, Buffalo Trace, right? Yeah, Buffalo Trace was the only whiskey they had, and they only had I can't remember what the rest of them were, but like one vodka, one tequila, one rum, one gin. Yeah, it's very odd. That I is figured, odd. Like you either have a bunch of types because you got the right license for it or you don't have any. Yeah, they're probably they're trying to make it like a dystopian future where you can only pick. You don't have a choice. It's like this is the only type of liquor. Welcome to the communist <laughs> mecca of Berkeley, California. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, if you have an email that you'd like to send us for a future episode, please do. Again, that's whiskey sessions music at gmail.com and we'll read it on a future episode. Uh, but be pimp. Great, great episode for discontinued food and drink products. Is there any words of wisdom you want to leave our listeners with? Something tells me we haven't heard the last from Doug in Detroit. I Doug is like, 
breaking our brains with some of the things he he's thinking about. He's holding uh, it down for the Motor City. Yeah, he definitely is. All right, until next time, this is Amen saying peace out. And beep it. Bye. <laughs>